John Sailhamer's analysis of the Pentateuch reveals a sophisticated compositional strategy that hinges on the integration of interpretive poems with narrative blocks. This approach is inherently rooted in the text's literary forms and genres, deliberately avoiding the importation of external themes or ideas. Sailhamer emphasizes this technique as text-imminent, accentuating its reliance on the internal structure and content of the Pentateuch. The strategy identified by Sailhamer involves the pairing of major narrative sections with interpretive poems, creating a cohesive framework throughout the Pentateuch. This compositional method not only connects different parts of the text, but also guides the reader's understanding of its theological and thematic elements. For instance, the focus on the promised seed in Genesis 3.15 and its role in future divine blessings is a key thematic element that emerges from this approach. The interpretive poems act as lenses through which the narratives can be viewed, revealing deeper meanings and connections within the text. Sailhamer outlines the major narrative blocks in the Pentateuch, which include the primeval history, Genesis 1.11, the patriarchal narratives, Genesis 12.50, the Exodus narratives, Exodus 1.19, the wilderness narratives, Numbers 11.25, and the conquest narratives, Deuteronomy 1.11. Each of these narratives is paired with a significant poem, Genesis 49, Exodus 15, Numbers 23, 24, and Deuteronomy 32, 33. These poems are strategically placed at the end of their respective narrative blocks, each followed by an epilogue, reflecting the compositional pattern first observed in Genesis 1:11. This compositional approach extends across the entire Pentateuch, from Genesis 1 to Deuteronomy 34 suggesting a unified conceptualization of the text. According to Sailhamer, this strategy was not the result of gradual development, but rather a deliberate design to give a coherent and meaningful shape to the Pentateuch as a whole. The integration of poems with narratives serves not just as a literary technique, but as a means to imbue the entire text with a unified theological and thematic vision. Also, Sailhamer's examination of the major poems in the Pentateuch is a detailed study of their compositional strategy and theological significance within the broader narrative. He affirms the importance of understanding the authorial activity in these poems, suggesting that additional material, sometimes identifiable through deviations from typical ancient poetic forms, was intentionally included during composition. This additional material, which may lack the traditional metrics and parallelism of ancient poetry, or may feature non-poetic elements and textual allusions, plays a key role in linking the poems to the surrounding narratives. Sailhamer's analysis particularly focuses on three of the four major poems in the Pentateuch, with an in-depth exploration of Genesis 49, 1, 28. Here, he identifies a significant discrepancy in the amount of descriptive material allocated to the tribes of Judah and Joseph compared to others. By analyzing word counts, he reveals that the sections on Judah and Joseph are considerably more developed, suggesting a deliberate authorial emphasis. For example, the Judah poem contains additional words that assert themes of kingship and supremacy, indicating these themes' importance to the author. Moreover, the Joseph segment is analyzed for its unique characteristics. Sailhamer highlights the frequent occurrence of the term blessing and its associated vocabulary, which is disproportionately high compared to its use in the rest of Genesis. This emphasis on blessings, along with the use of verbs like 
Be Fruitful and Multiply, ties Joseph's segment to the broader theme of blessing found in Genesis 1.28, indicating Joseph's significant role in the narrative. Salehamer's meticulous approach demonstrates how the detailed examination of word counts and thematic emphases in these poems reveals their deeper theological and compositional importance. His analysis shows how these additional materials in the poems serve to enhance and indicate key themes in the Pentateuch, providing a richer understanding of the text's overall narrative and theological framework. Furthermore, Salehamer, in his examination of the Joseph narratives within the book of Genesis, particularly chapters 37 to 50, focuses significantly on the character of Judah and his integral role in these stories. Salehamer's analysis suggests that while the narrative initially centers around Joseph and his journey to Egypt, there is a distinct and deliberate shift in focus towards Judah, which is integral to understanding the broader theological and narrative elements of Genesis. Salehamer maintains that the narrative of Joseph's journey is notably interrupted by an extensive account of Judah and his descendants in Genesis 38, setting the stage for Judah's prominence. This is further pointed out when Judah, not the firstborn Reuben, intervenes to save Joseph from death. These narrative choices reiterate Judah's critical role and mark a series of reversals within the storyline. Central to the narrative are Joseph's dreams, which predict his brothers, including Judah, bowing down to him. These dreams, initially a source of animosity, are fulfilled when the brothers, driven by famine, unknowingly bow to Joseph in Egypt. Salehamer interprets these events not merely as dream fulfillment, but as acts of divine intervention. The narrative's climax in Genesis 49 with Jacob's poem shifts the focus from Joseph to Judah. Salehamer elucidates that while Joseph's dreams had implied his own preeminence, the poem reveals that it is through Judah that significant blessings and leadership will arise. This insight suggests that the narrative arc of Joseph serves as a precursor to the future prominence of Judah and his lineage, pointing to a king from Judah who would embody and extend the blessings promised to Abraham's descendants. In addition, Salehamer explores the narrative strategy employed in Genesis. He notes the thematic emphasis on Joseph's wisdom and administrative skills as pivotal in saving not only his family, but also the entire Egyptian nation from famine. This theme is mirrored in the narrative structure through repetition and thematic consistency. Concluding his analysis, Salehamer underlines an ironic twist. Joseph, once sold into slavery, is depicted in the end as instrumental in the enslavement of Egypt for survival, reversing his initial misfortune. This conclusion ties back to the promises made in early Genesis, portraying the descendants of Abraham as prospering and fulfilling the command to be fruitful and multiply. Through this analysis, Salehamer presents a complex and layered understanding of the Joseph narratives, underscoring Judah's essential role and the narrative's broader theological implications within the Genesis context. Besides, Salehamer's analysis of Genesis 49 specifically Jacob's final words to Judah and Joseph, presents a rich theological and narrative exploration within the context of the Pentateuch. In this pivotal chapter, Jacob bestows blessings on his sons, who represent the tribes of Israel, with particular emphasis on Judah and Joseph. This section is not only critical in understanding the dynamics of the tribes of Israel, but also in grasping the broader theological themes of the Pentateuch. Salehamer delves into the significant shift of the birthright from Reuben, the firstborn, to Joseph, 
as outlined in 1 Chronicles 5, 1, 2. This transfer, prompted by Reuben's indiscretion, referenced in Genesis 49-4, places Joseph in a position of prominence, despite not being the eldest son. This narrative twist accentuates the theme of God's sovereign choice and the overturning of human expectations, a recurring motif in the Genesis narrative. Additionally, the analysis affirms Judah's role. Judah's ascendancy over his brothers and the prophetic declaration of a royal lineage emerging from him, Genesis 49, 8, 12, set the stage for the future Davidic kingship, a central element in Israel's understanding of messianic prophecy. Salehamer connects this anticipation of kingship with the broader theme of blessing, a key motif in the Pentateuch. The concept of blessing is intricately analyzed, especially in the Joseph narrative. Salehamer identifies specific vocabulary relating to blessing, like burk, burk, purh, arb, that not only ties back to the initial blessing in Genesis 1.28, but also threads through the entire Pentateuch, reinforcing the notion of divine favor and covenantal promises. Genesis 49.28, which repeats the word blessing thrice, is particularly significant as it serves as a conclusion to Jacob's prophetic declarations and links the Joseph narrative to the overarching theme of blessing in patriarchal stories. Salehamer's interpretation extends beyond the immediate narrative, observing similar themes in other poetic sections of the Pentateuch, such as Moses' blessing in Deuteronomy 33. 1. This comprehensive approach asserts the theological continuity within the Pentateuch, highlighting the interplay of leadership, divine choice, and blessing from the creation narrative to the patriarchs, thereby enriching the understanding of Israel's history and divine plan as depicted in these ancient texts. Also, Salehammer's examination of Balaam's poetry in Numbers 23 and 24 uncovers profound layers of meaning and narrative technique in these biblical texts. In Numbers 23, the focus is on Israel's past, particularly their exodus from Egypt. This section not only recounts historical events, but also weaves them into the fabric of Israel's identity. The poetry here draws heavily from earlier biblical accounts, like the Exodus narrative in Exodus 14 and its poetic counterpart in Exodus 15. This thematic choice is not merely retrospective. It serves a larger purpose in the Pentateuch's narrative, indicating the Exodus as a central motif in understanding Israel's salvation and divine favor. The depiction of God in this part of Numbers is as a kingly figure, leading and protecting Israel. This is vividly portrayed in Numbers 23-21-24, where Israel is likened to a powerful, unconquerable entity, symbolized by a lion, under God's direct protection and guidance. This imagery maintains the nation's strength, divine support, and their destined triumph over adversaries. Numbers 24, however, pivots from this historical reflection to a prophetic vision of the future. This segment reinterprets the imagery from Numbers 23, applying it to a future king. This king, emerging from Israel's lineage, is prophesied to be mighty and dominant, a ruler who will lead with divine sanction and power. This shift from the collective deliverance of Israel to the individual emergence of a monarch establishes a typological pattern, linking past events to future promises. Salehamer's analysis reveals the intricate interplay between these poems and the broader biblical narrative. He points out how these texts serve as both historical recounting and prophetic foreshadowing, intricately connecting Israel's past experiences with future expectations.
This approach not only sheds light on the narrative and theological depth of these texts, but also illustrates how they contribute to the overarching message of the Pentateuch. The interweaving of historical events and prophetic visions demonstrates the complexity and richness of biblical literature, offering insights into its interpretative layers and canonical significance. Moreover, Salehamer's examination of Moses' song in Deuteronomy 32:33 and the Song of the Sea in Exodus 15:1:17 dives into the intricate thematic and compositional qualities of these biblical poems, reiterating their significance within the Pentateuch. His analysis repeats the developmental progression of Pentateuchal themes, particularly in Deuteronomy 32:33, which he contrasts with the compositional style in Exodus 15. 1.17. In Deuteronomy 32.33, Salehamer identifies a forward-looking vision, anticipating a future king who parallels Moses. This future leader, prophesied to emerge with God's support, is envisioned as a unifier of the Israelite tribes, bringing peace, safety, prosperity, salvation, and blessings to the nation. This theme is embedded within the poetic structure of Deuteronomy 33, which Salehamer regards as a significant development from earlier themes in the Pentateuch. The Song of Moses, presented in Deuteronomy 32, is noted for its unique blend of prophetic insights and poetic form, standing out in the Old Testament for its scale and stylistic originality. S.R. Driver, cited by Salehamer, characterizes this song as a comprehensive summary of prophetical theology, underlining its theological depth and innovative poetic expression. Conversely, the Song of the Sea in Exodus 15. 1. 17 is perceived by Salehamer as less complex in terms of thematic and compositional development. Similar in nature to the poem in Numbers 23, it does not align with the compositional strategy of other significant poems in the Pentateuch, like those in Genesis 49, Numbers 24, and Deuteronomy 32-33. Despite this, Salehamer underscores the importance of Exodus 15, and Numbers 23 in the Pentateuch's broader narrative. These poems bridge poetic imagery with the historical experiences of Israel, contributing to an understanding of the Pentateuch that intertwines theological concepts with the historical journey of the Israelite people. Salehamer's analysis, thus, reveals the multifaceted nature of these biblical texts, showcasing their role in both recounting history and conveying deeper theological messages. Furthermore, Salehamer's analysis of the Pentateuch focuses on the significance of narrative introductions to key poems in Genesis 49, 1, Numbers 24, 14, and Deuteronomy 31, 29. These introductions share a commonality in structure and theme, suggesting they were composed by a single author. Central to these introductions is the phrase, in the last days, used by characters to foretell future events. This phrase is strategically employed in the Pentateuch, occurring in significant compositions and connecting the entire work to its final form, implying a unified eschatological meaning throughout. Salehamer critiques earlier interpretations by scholars like Willie Sterk and Hermann Gunkel, who viewed these occurrences as late prophetic interpolations or as having different meanings based on their historical context. Sterk, for instance, linked the phrase to the establishment of the messianic kingdom in Ezekiel, while Gunkel saw it as referring to the time of David in Genesis, but bearing an eschatological sense in other Pentateuchal texts. Salehamer argues against these varied interpretations, 
accentuating that the consistent placement of the phrase in the Pentateuch points to a singular, likely eschatological interpretation. Salehamer's analysis extends to the thematic focus of these poems on a future king from the tribe of Judah, a theme that interconnects various parts of the Pentateuch. This king, potentially a Davidic or Messianic figure, is central to the understanding of in the last days. He proposes that the phrase, when viewed within the broader compositional strategy of the Pentateuch, likely maintains a uniform meaning across its occurrences. This approach affirms the importance of the phrase within the Pentateuch's composition. Salehamer suggests that it plays a crucial role in the Pentateuch's narrative structure, linking the text's major themes and prophecies to a larger eschatological framework. His interpretation encourages a holistic understanding of the Pentateuch, recognizing the interconnectedness of its various components in conveying a cohesive, theologically significant narrative. In addition, Salehamer's analysis of the Pentateuch, particularly focusing on its poems, sheds light on the notable feature of cross-referencing or intertextuality prevalent in these texts. This technique is not just a literary flourish, but serves a deeper purpose in the Pentateuch's narrative and theological structure. Salehamer asserts that these poems do not exist in isolation within the Pentateuch. Instead, they frequently quote each other and other parts of the text, especially those related to compositional themes, which are critical junctures in the narrative. This pattern of referencing is not accidental. It is a deliberate choice by the author to create a cohesive and interconnected narrative framework. A prime example of this technique is the striking similarity between Numbers 24, 9a, and Genesis 49, 9b, the near-verbatim quotation in Numbers. He crouches down, he lays down like a lion and like a lioness, who will arouse him, echoes the language of Genesis, suggesting a deliberate effort to link these passages. Salehamer interprets this as an attempt by the author to guide the reader towards understanding that these poems, although separated by text and context, speak about the same subject, a future king from the house of Judah. This technique allows for a layer of depth and foresight, projecting a unified messianic theme across the Pentateuch. Further, Salehamer highlights other intertextual links, such as between Deuteronomy 33 and Genesis 49. He notes the recombination of entire phrases from one poem into another, as seen in the parallels between Genesis 49, 25 and Deuteronomy 33, 13 and Genesis 49, 26 and Deuteronomy 33, 16. This method of cross-referencing and borrowing indicates the author's conscious effort to stress the strategic importance of these poems in the overall message of the Pentateuch. In essence, Salehamer's analysis reveals the depth of the Pentateuch's composition, where intertextuality is not merely a stylistic device but a means to weave a complex and unified theological narrative. By interlinking poems and other text segments, the author reinforces thematic continuity, offering insights into the Pentateuch's deeper meanings and intentions. Last but not least, Salehamer's analysis of the Pentateuch digs into the intricate intertextuality that characterizes these texts. He notes how editorial commentary interspersed within these poems tends to obscure their ancient poetic features, such as meter and parallelism. However, this commentary simultaneously enriches the poems by infusing them with thematic layers that resonate with broader biblical concepts like kingship, dominion, and eschatology. 
Sailhamer exemplifies this thematic interplay using the poem about Judah in Genesis 49. This segment intriguingly alludes to the preceding Joseph narrative in Genesis 37:48. The poem's reference to Joseph's dreams, where his family bows down to him, becomes a pivotal thematic element. The realization of these dreams in Genesis 42, 6, marked by the brothers unknowingly bowing to Joseph in Egypt, is laced with irony. This irony serves a deeper purpose, indicating the theme of divine sovereignty. Sailhamer maintains how the narrator uses this moment to point out the fulfillment of Joseph's dreams, thereby reiterating God's hand in the unfolding events. Sailhamer extends this analysis to the broader structure of the Pentateuch. He observes how the additional poetic material is intricately linked to other sections, creating a cohesive and interwoven narrative. These compositional themes, especially those tying back to Genesis 1:11, are crucial for understanding the entire Pentateuch. For instance, the poems in Numbers 24 further elucidate the Pentateuch's message by featuring similar types of explanatory commentary. Through this comprehensive analysis, Sailhamer presents the Pentateuch as a complex tapestry of narratives. The intertextual connections and editorial elements not only enhance the depth of individual poems, but also contribute to a fuller understanding of the Pentateuch's overarching themes and composition. This approach reveals the nuanced and layered nature of biblical texts, where thematic, historical, and literary elements converge to form a rich tapestry of religious and cultural significance. In conclusion, Sailhamer's analysis of the Pentateuch focuses on its sophisticated compositional strategy, emphasizing the integration of interpretive poems with narrative blocks. He employs a text-imminent approach, prioritizing the Pentateuch's internal content and structure while eschewing external themes. This method pairs major narrative sections with significant poems, creating a cohesive framework across the Pentateuch. For example, Sailhamer identifies narrative blocks like the primeval history and the patriarchal, exodus, wilderness, and conquest narratives, each concluded with a corresponding poem, such as Genesis 49 and Exodus 15, and followed by an epilogue. This pattern accentuates a deliberate design, shaping the Pentateuch as a unified work. Besides, Sailhamer's examination extends to the compositional and theological nuances of these poems. He affirms their integration of additional material, which, despite deviating from traditional poetic forms, serves to link the poems with their narrative contexts. In Genesis 49, for instance, an in-depth analysis reveals a pronounced focus on Judah and Joseph, marked by a significant disparity in descriptive content. This emphasis indicates thematic elements like kingship and blessings, integral to the Pentateuch's narrative. Additionally, Sailhamer analyzes the role of Judah in the Joseph narratives of Genesis, observing a narrative shift that underscores Judah's importance. This shift, along with the fulfillment of Joseph's dreams, points to divine intervention and a broader theological implication within the Genesis context. Also, Sailhamer delves into the intricate intertextuality within the Pentateuch. This technique, exemplified by cross-references among poems, establishes thematic continuity and a unified narrative framework. The analysis of key phrases, like in the last days, used in poem introductions, supports this interconnectedness, suggesting a consistent eschatological interpretation throughout the Pentateuch. In summary, Sailhamer presents the Pentateuch as a carefully constructed tapestry, 
where narrative and poetic elements intertwine to reveal a complex, unified theological narrative. His analysis sheds light on the depth and intricacy of these ancient texts, asserting their compositional brilliance and enduring significance.